0: bible sustain you especially when you are in need of comfort well several people in our small group immediately said psalm 23 but preferably the king james version which is the one that they learned and memorized in their youth and is the translation that rich read for us this morning someone else shared that she wakes every morning and recites this passage this is the day that the lord has made Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Others shared that our sung blessing from Isaiah, surely it is God who saves me. I will trust in him and not be afraid, is what comes to mind whenever they need a word of comfort. Diverse responses, but we were united in finding comfort in words of scripture. Another question, to which again, there was not a right answer. What scripture passage best defines the centrality of your Christian faith? What scripture passage best defines the centrality of your Christian faith? Well, when posed to another one of our small groups, the answers were again thoughtful and yes, varied. Someone suggested the Beatitudes as a strong definition of their Christian faith, While someone else found the Beatitudes off-putting, especially that verse about being blessed in our suffering, a couple of people cited Micah 6.8. What does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Someone else thought that any of the scriptures that tell the story of Christ's resurrection and hope for our own eternal life is central to their faith And others lifted up the great commandments from jesus love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is this love your neighbor as yourself our small group was clearly diverse in thought and united in christ Well, our diversity in thought and unity in Christ, I believe, is what holds us together in harmony as a congregation. It's this idea of diversity and unity residing in harmony that caused me to want to have this quilt on display today, for this quilt pattern is aptly named Harmony. And it's the designer of this beautiful quilt, Gudrun Erla, Who defines her inspiration for this design and its name that further reflects our diversity and hope for unity. She writes this, Harmony, as defined by Merriam-Webster, is the combination of simultaneous musical notes in a chord, a pleasing arrangement of parts, an interweaving of different accounts into a single narrative. She goes on. Harmony also means multiple voices from different origin and tune, joining together in one act, creating a unified sound. To create perfect harmony, one voice cannot be louder than another. Only when all voices, as diverse as possible, come together can magic happen that we feel in our hearts. Well, maybe it's those voices coming together to make magic is why I miss hearing our choir so much. And maybe it's all of the disharmony in our world right now that draws me to the questions regarding the centrality of our Christian faith, deepened by the diversity of our thoughts. Well, the quilt designer is white. Her partner is black. They live in Minneapolis. George Floyd was murdered just blocks from where her partner grew up. The harmony design came to her in the wake of George Floyd's death. The block is made from two strips wrapping together, which can represent and stand for many things. In essence, though, it is about one standing with another, equal and in unison, each one supporting and holding up the other, standing arm in arm. She chose light and dark strips because that represents her family. It's her artistic expression of Black Lives Matter. It's a vision of her hope for the future. As a quilter, she knows the joy of bringing together a variety of materials to create an amazing piece of art. Her hope is for the same thing to happen in our communities, that we will all listen to different voices speaking and find a way to work arm and arm so that we can make something truly special happen together. Her quilt represents diversity and yet the unity that can happen when we work in harmony. While our small group that shared our various defining scriptures found harmony in the centrality of our belief in Christ, but we also agreed that believing in Christ is also a call to action, to love our neighbor to walk humbly with our God to work for justice blessed are the peacemakers and those who are persecuted for righteousness sake that although through Christ's amazing grace we are not judged by our works or lack thereof but we are called to action by Christ's love for us and our love of Christ which led us to this scripture passage from the book of James. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but you do not have works? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, what is the good of that? Therefore, be doers of the word and not merely hearers, who deceive themselves. Be not hearers who forget, but doers who act, and you will be blessed in your doing. Of course, being doers of our faith will require sacrifice. It will require our time and talent and treasure. It may mean investing the time and patience to listen to others who we may not agree with or who have a much different lived experience than our own. It may mean recognizing our own privilege and sacrificing some of our own comforts to allow for equity to truly exist in our country. And notice I said equity, not equality, because I heard a great story recently about the difference between the two. There was a young child standing next to a young teenager and an adult. They all wished to see over a fence. Well, in the description of equality, they each got a box that is the same size. The adult now towers over the fence. The teenager can see, but the child is still unable to see what's on the other side. In the depiction of equity, they each get a different sized box. Now, all of their heads are peering comfortably over the fence. Some of us are born peering over the fence. Some of us need a bigger box. If we are able to be doers of our faith and act justly and love our neighbor, we'll bring the bigger box, even if it means our view over the fence is a little lower. Let me share a real life experience that relates to this story. Our Justice Ministries group recently met with Robin Carroll, the executive director and founder of iGrow Chicago, an amazing nonprofit working in the Inglewood neighborhood. We asked her how it's going with members in that community, especially around education, in light of COVID and everything else that's happening in the country. They all, of course, like our children, have access to the public school system. But she shared with us that 70% of the families in Inglewood do not have access to internet. It's not a matter of not affording it. There's not access to internet. Can you imagine? And so our actions to achieve justity and equity must be diverse, just as our thoughts are, but truly we are united in Christ, who calls us to be his hands and feet in the world. Or as this beautiful quilt reminds us, Let us bring multiple voices from different origins and tune to join together in one act to create a united sound. May we create a world, arm in arm, with all of our brothers and sisters, where we can all live in harmony. And won't that be a beautiful symphony? Amen.